You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Conversation on the new flagship home of the Sox, 720 WGN. 720 WGN, good afternoon. Happy White Sox Weekly. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Harry Tynowitz, you look good in your White Sox green jersey autographed by Minnie Minoso. You are just a superstar. Great to be with you, Harry. Great to see you. It is wonderful to be here, Kerm, and this season is almost upon us. It, it, you know how long exactly, Harry? Would you like to take a gander? I Well, I, I follow you on Twitter, at the Carm, so I know it is uh, Louis Aparicio days until the White Sox season begins. 11 days, 20 hours, 2 minutes, 36, 35, 34 seconds. It's all off the top of his head, kids. Yes, there is, uh, there's an outstanding Major League Baseball season opening day website that you can just sit there and stare at and realize it's just creeping closer and closer and closer. That's how I like to live my life, Eric. Yes, and, and then the White Sox will open in KC Mo. Before you know it, they'll be uh, home after three with the Royals and three up in uh, Canada. That's north of the border, Carm. And uh, after those six, they'll be home a- April the 5th, Thursday, to open up a matinee affair against the Detroit Tigres. How great is that? And uh, right now, spring training action. Uh, the Sox are actually playing right now. They lead the Dodgers. Uh, five, the Dodgers. Five nothing. Five zippo here as we're there in the bottom of the third. And three innings, four hits, no runs so far for Miguel Gonzalez on the mound. So we'll keep you updated throughout the show. We're going to talk to Chris Getz. Uh, coming up in about oh, seven minutes here, who's uh, doing a great job getting all the minor leaguers ready to be superstars. Is that your phone or my phone? Would that be your phone? I thought uh, I, I thought I had turned it off, but well, it turns out it was just my wife I had turned off. Well, you, you know, you're a very popular guy here. Uh-huh. It's, it's okay. It's all right. These things happen. And uh, also, Ed Farmer uh, will be on the show today right after 4.30. We're doing a whole, uh, we're doing White Sox Weekly till 5 and the Beat uh, with myself and Harry, we'll be here till 7 o'clock tonight. Of course, the NCAA tournament going on. Congratulations to the Loyola Ramblers who tip off at 5 o'clock today, one hour from now. Let's go, Ramblers. Uh, the whole city's behind them. It's awesome. The only team in Illinois, uh, men's team, I should say, because, you know, if, if it's March, Doug Bruno's got the uh, Lady Demons in there again. But uh, the only team we can share for in the state of Illinois would be the Loyola Ramblers, and what a thriller in Manila on uh, Friday, or sorry, on Thursday, to get the victory over Miami Hurricanes. I just, uh, I imagine how depressed JP was. Jarrett must have been just shaking his head in dismay. But what a thrilling game for uh, the Loyola Ramblers, and I think they got a big shot today against the Vols. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, your local Ford stores are proud to present the opening day food drive. That's on Thursday, April the 5th at 310 
p.m. at Guaranteed Rate Field. you got to be there. Be sure to arrive early. You can see the introduction of your favorite Chicago White Sox players and coaches, which, which is presented by your local Ford stores. Together, we'll go further. Purchase tickets today by visiting WhiteSox.com. One moment this week that I wanted to bring up at the start of the show. I thought it was very interesting. Avi Garcia, a little check swing, doesn't know exactly where the baseball is, doesn't run, and Rick Renteria takes him out of a spring training game. Hey, that's not how we're going to play baseball. Rick Renteria, feeling like he wants to, take one of the more seasoned guys on the team, and hey, that's not how we're going to do it. Even if you're a veteran, come on over here. You'll play tomorrow. You'll play later in the week, but we're, you're not going to play anymore today. I loved it. The Sox lone all-star last year. He was arguably the MVP for the entire season. It reminded me, going back, of uh, Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson. Billy <laughs> once did that to Reggie, and, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson walks with the immortals. So, uh, Ricky Renteria making a statement. Well, and the difference, though, is that Avi just owned it. He, I mean, his quotes in the paper, I didn't run. It's my fault. Everybody makes mistakes. You have to be honest with yourself. You can't lie to yourself. I didn't run. They take me out. That's it. So he didn't go all, you know, I can't believe if, if, that, that uh, the skipper is going to do that to me. I'm a veteran. Are you kidding? He just uh, owned it, wore it. And, and moved on, which I thought was the proper response. Right, and, and Avi Garcia is looking pretty good this spring, but a couple of guys we're really counting on. Sox fans thought Jose Abreu is going to carry the team this year. Avi had the season last year. This is going to be Abreu's year, and Jose Abreu is having a little trouble finding his swing this far. Yeah, I think, though, when veterans, right, you're always confident that uh, they will find their way. I, I, that Things that are you're worried about right now, I think that's probably – Far down the list. Okay, what about a young pitcher who was a first uh, draft pick who has, uh, what's the ERA, about 18 now? Uh, 18.90. You're mentioning Carson Fulmer, mm-hmm. who may or may not be the White Sox fifth starter. Uh, you know, Hector Santiago said an ex- excellent spring. So we'll, we'll see. And, you know, Carson has maintained a very positive attitude uh, despite his struggles this spring and he's been on White Sox Weekly and he was a wonderful a to gem. talk to. He was. He was an absolute gem. So, uh, you know, he, look, Carson Fulmer is going to be a part of this team uh, and hopefully it'll be as a starter. But if not, he could always be somebody that ends up coming out of the bullpen. We'll see. A lot of moving parts here, but he has not had a good spring. You're absolutely right, Eric. If only there was some guy who knew a lot about the uh, young players in the White Sox system that yeah. were coming up that we could, uh, you know, get some insight from that. We should have thought of that. Yeah, we should have. Uh, Well, you know, Chris Getz, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Harry, but uh, I once worked in Kansas City. Did you know? Yes. uh, Kansas City, the home of the Kansas City Royals, and uh, for a long time Mm -hmm. uh, was the home of Chris Getz. So I I got to know Chris at least fairly well back in the day when I was doing some Royals uh, work, post-game work, whatnot. And uh, he's, of course, now the director of player development for the White Sox. But uh, this is a guy that is a riser. I mean, he he left playing at 30 years old, decided after the Blue Jays cut him that he wasn't going to be hanging around and playing the minors and see if he'd get another shot. And he's and you know Rick Hahn 
has talked about, and Buddy Bell has talked about, this guy looks like he could run an organization someday. But right now, of course, uh, doing a great job as the director of player development for the White Sox, and he joins us next. Former White Sox himself, of course. Yes, he wore the same number for both clubs. That's exactly right, number number 17. Hey, uh, Ryan, head to the park for Dollar Vienna Hot Dogs every Wednesday home game this season. See you there, Harry. Uh, you can take advantage of this unbelievable deal as you cheer on the Sox all season long. Get your single-game tickets now at WhiteSox.com. Talk to Chris Getz next. Chris Getz next. That was a little bit of a Say that five times real fast. I'll have to work on my pacing there. All right, we have White Sox Weekly till 5 on 720 WGN. It's great to be back with WGN. It's White Sox Weekly on the official radio station of the Chicago White Sox, 720 WGN. 720 WGN, 416. Hope you're having a great St. Patrick's Day. Halfway to St. Patrick's Day, one of the best days at the ballpark all summer long, which was great back in the day when you were a vendor, Harry. Halfway to St. Patrick's Day, you knew you were going to make a couple dollars. Oh, yeah? Did you have anything special that you sold? Uh, anything different, you know, unusual that you wouldn't nah. have on a normal day? No, nah, you know, your standard your standard Miller line, your standard Miller draft. All That was that was back in the day. But uh, we're, we are uh, here for White Sox Weekly and waiting on... Christopher Ryan Getz, the Director of Player Development for the Chicago White Sox, who hopefully uh, will be calling soon. Uh, Harry Tynowitz and yours truly, Mark Carmen, with you. Your White Sox are currently leading the Dodgers 5 nothing. your score in spring training baseball, uh, as the Sox are playing right now, 5 nothing top of four. So, okay, a couple other interesting notes that we uh, didn't get to a second ago. Uh, the White Sox making, and, and to no surprise, uh, but Eloy Jimenez will not start right. with the club this year. He'll be right. at Double A Birmingham. And uh, Chris Cook, who talked to him for the Tribune um, before uh, there were some changes made, uh, he, he said, hey, do you uh, believe that you are ready to play in the big leagues right now? And as he had the one-word answer, which was, see, sí, yes, indeed, I am. And judging by how he played in the spring, of course, there's uh, if, if the White Sox were trying to come out of the gate as hot as you possibly could, you would think that Eloy would be up. But as part of the plan and the way baseball finances work, it just makes sense for him to start a double A, and we'll see how he goes. Absolutely, it makes sense. And uh, you can, you, you've you got to wait. Um, you know, you, you're better off waiting a handful of games and having an extra year of control with these guys. Plus, you know, as, as far as he's hit a couple balls, Eli Jimenez could use, you know, a little more time, you know, in the minors. I, I, I would imagine it wouldn't be long term till he, uh, you know, makes the jump uh, from uh, 2A to 3A. Two home runs t- the opposite way, right? Crushed. Three RBIs. He came to the plate nine times this spring, nine times Ferris Bueller. Hit 571 with. Uh, is that good? Uh, that's that's not bad. It is a small sample size. Now let's let's. Uh, right. He probably won't hit 571 when he comes up. I would think that. that eh, might what do you think? About 500. Well, and the on-base percentage of uh, 667, which is uh, your on-base two out of every three times you come to the plate. I don't think he'll quite be that good. And the OPS uh, with the slugging 1714. So we're talking like way better than Babe Ruth, but. Uh, It'll be we will be paying very close attention on this radio station to the minor leaguers after every single game, and we'll, we'll be updating you nightly on what Eloy Jimenez is doing and also what Michael Kopech is doing. Oh yeah, a bunch of them will be coming up. Right. Well, and and that's you know, it's, at some point this year you would think you would see both of them, right? I oh mean, yeah, I, and and a few others as well. Yeah. So uh, 
It's uh, it, you're both obviously following the big league club, but uh, we'll be paying close attention. And Dylan Cease, another guy, 22 years old, got assigned to a minor league camp this week, and he has been lights out all spring training long. So that uh, he's throwing 96 to 98. I, I look forward to talking to Ed Farmer after 4:30 and see what uh, what Farmio thinks of, of of young Dylan Cease. I checked in with Farmio last night. He and DJ were uh, like an old married couple trying to find their way to the airport after the game yesterday. Well, that's that's the way you should live your life. Let's let's bring in the White Sox director of player development, Chris Getz, the former White Sox himself and former Kansas City Royal. Chris, uh, I, you know, I was at 610 in Kansas City, got to cover you a little bit there, and I haven't talked to you since. And I got to be honest, I, I was a little angry with you, 30 years old. And you you stopped playing to go into the to you know pursue other interests. I thought, well, I'd kill to be a Triple A baseball player for from year thirty to year forty. But you you didn't want to do it anymore, and I, and, I, and you're in a great spot right now. But do you do you miss playing a little? I mean, you're only thirty three years old. I uh, you know naturally, I think there are plenty of times where I look back and uh, maybe I I did it a little a little early. However, I've Able to able to experience a lot of cool things since I stopped playing, and uh, including part of a World Series with the with the Royals in '15, and then uh, over here with the White Sox now, and what we have going on in a uh, director player development uh, position. So I can't really regret much, but uh, yeah, there are days that I regret it. I mean, the camaraderie of just what a team offers, and uh, just you know, competing out there on the field. But uh, I'm really happy. With, with where I'm at now. Getz would walk in on a, on a spring training morning, Harry. Uh-huh. T-shirt on, most relaxed guy ever, just coming in, have a cup. I mean, it was like you. It was like the. It was the most relaxed, cool guy going. There was just something about the presence of Chris Getz early on a, on a spring training morning that I, that I really appreciate. And, I can't explain it better than that, but that's that was what was going on. And Chris Carmen, I appreciate you coming on WGN today and uh, White Sox Weekly. But the reason why Carmen is so frazzled that you uh, quit playing at 30 is because he's in his mid 40s and st- he still harbors hopes that there's going to be so many injuries that you give him a call at some point this season I do. and say, Carm, we need you out on the field. Well, you know, earlier today we were talking about we need, you know, we got to put together some open tryouts. we got to get some guys out here. And so I think, you know, you'd be a perfect candidate for that tryout. So <laughs> yes. Once we actually lock in a date, I'll, uh, I'll send you the info. Appreciate it. All right, so, so uh, Chris, as director of player personnel, are you kind of like the guy, when I, when I go to the grocery store and uh, you, know, you get a number and you wait your turn to get your pound of roast beef, your, your, your quart of potato salad, do you have all these youngsters, like, with numbers waiting to come up? Uh, how are you going to, do you have a game plan right now as to who is coming up when, or will it simply be, let's see how they do doing the minors and then we'll make our decision you know so often well you go into seasons and, and you do have a game plan certainly if we've got individual plans for each of these guys from a developmental standpoint uh timetables you know they're, they're going to vary they, they just do because we're dealing with human beings but uh the, the player will let us know you know we, we've got our, our system in place and uh you know based on how they go go out there and perform and if we feel like they're they're ready to help us at the major league level, and we'll go ahead and, and make that move. If that needs to be moved from high A to double A, ready for the next challenge, you know, we're not scared to do that either. But, um, you know, we've got a lot of different players, talented players at different levels. Um, we hope to get them together uh, up at the major league level at some point. We do have kind of different ways, I think, that are going to hit Chicago. Um, but a lot of these guys will be playing together. 
and hopefully uh, for competing out there for a while. Do you see this going similar to Kansas City, Chris? Because, you know, the, the Royals had all these guys, Mike Moustakis, Eric Hosmer, a long list of guys who came up and were all young and played together. Ups and downs happened. They didn't win right away. But you could, even in 70-win seasons, 70-plus win seasons, watching it, you could see it coming. And, and the Royals were very patient with these guys. Do you think that's how I'll play here? Yeah, there are a lot of similarities, no question. Um, and I think, and you hit on it, it's going to be really important for us to be patient. Uh, you know, it's one thing getting to the major leagues, and then there's a, the adjustment period once you get there. The developmental uh, part of baseball doesn't stop once you're there. Some of these starting pitchers, it takes a little bit. Um, position players, you know, it takes – a year, two years. I mean, you, you'd love to think that these guys just roll in there and start producing off the bat. I think some of them will, but uh... I think we might have lost uh, Coach Getz for a second. Here, let's see if we can get him back on, Dan. Uh, but I, I just to that point, you, when you have young players, like sometimes it's going to hit right away. But most times there's going to be growing pains. And I think the White Sox over time have always given guys an opportunity to play through their struggles and then find their way. Yeah, and the White Sox, especially with pitchers, have not been afraid to bring pitchers right in off the campus and have them bypass the minors and come right up and hand them the ball and say, go to the hill and get guys out. Right, right. I mean, and and I think that's just, especially with pitchers, like, you have to allow somebody to go through a season where they go whatever it is five and eleven and have an ERA around five. But and some starts are great, and sometimes you get knocked around and you and you learn a ton. Here, why don't we do this? Let's take a quick time. I will see if we can get him back up here. And uh, or you could just beat Chris Getz, and I could interview you as we, Chris Getz. We, we could try that. Pay hey, Family Sundays uh, feature tickets as low as five dollars in the upper level, $15 in the lower level, parking for only $10. Come on out for Family Sundays. Plus, you get special family-focused activities located throughout the ballpark, Harry. Family Sundays, proudly presented by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Visit WhiteSox.com slash Sundays to purchase your tickets today. Chris gets us back with us. Let's bring him back in here. Hey, uh... What I, I saw that you you uh, you looked at Mike or Adolfo, Chris, and you said this guy looks like uh, a physical <laughs> specimen that I don't see every single day. Talk about what what you're seeing uh, from the young outfielder who's going to start in, in in Class A, but probably won't be there forever. Yeah, Mike, uh, you know, like, like I put out there, he's a physically very gifted player. Um, you know, he walks on the field, he 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 just naturally stands out um, just based on his physique, but. Uh, he's had a really nice spring training, and I'll take it back even further. Last year, uh, you know, he he started putting together a really solid, solid, productive year. He started using the whole field. He's always been a strong kid, obviously, um, a guy that could drive the ball. He, I think in the past he had tried to generate the power. Uh, last year he realized, hey, I can actually use the other side of the diamond, still react in and drive the ball that way. Um so that's why he was able to put together the year that he did. Uh, this spring training, uh, he, he continues to, to kind of mature and uh, how he kind of approaches everything. I think he's just really coming into his own. He's very disciplined in his approach. And being around players like Eloy Jimenez and some of these major league guys, seeing how they operate, he's a very smart kid. Uh, he's very observant. Uh, and I think it's just starting to show. It's really uh, just starting to be part of his day-to-day, and, and, and it's fun to watch this kind of evolution in a young player with a lot of talent. Hey, Chris, do you um, 
Do you have like in your head um, a uh, like a chart where you say, okay, this guy's exactly a- ahead of where I thought he would be. This guy is right where I thought it would be. And when a guy like Luis Robert uh, has an injury, how does that set him way back? Or you say, hey, he's going to be back in about uh, two months and he'll be just the same as he was before. Well, with a guy like Luis, you know, we we we're still learning about him. For one, you know, last year he was down in the DSL. Uh, handled himself well down there. First time in the United States um, right now, uh, dealing with some of the cultural things. Didn't really know what to expect and how he was going to react just to it's kind of the day-to-day uh, professional baseball. He's handled it great. Obviously, we've got the setback of the injury. Um, we've got the esti- estimated time in which we think he's going to return. Um, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll learn more as he kind of goes through the rehab process. Uh, we're thinking kind of a uh, May, mid-May, late May type of return. Um, so, you know, with a player of, you know, his kind of profile and what we expect from him down the road, you know, you you kind of uh, you find a place that you feel is best for him to start the season. And, you know, certainly we've got some guys that can fill in in the interim. Um, fortunately, we've got some quality guys that can fill in in the interim. And But when he's ready to back, ready back to, to compete, um, we'll slide him right in there and continue the developmental process. Chris Getz, do you remember who you told Wake Forest when you were refreshing what your favorite TV show was? Gosh, no, I don't. What I do remember from that bio was uh, <laughs> if there was someone to play me in a, in a movie, it would be Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yes, that is, that, is, that is correct. That is, that is spot on uh, casting. We, we, got a, we got a theme song for you to, to jog, your, jog your memory here. Yeah, that's right. Save by the bell. you go. Are we talking Kelly? we talking Lisa or, or Jesse back in the day? That was Kelly. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen the movie Showgirls where Jesse shows up as a showgirl? No comment. No comment. <laughs> Chris, great to talk to you. I look forward to seeing you at the ballpark this year and uh, getting you back on White Sox Weekly when we have a little more time. Thanks, thanks for jumping on today. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. It was, it was our pleasure. Chris Getz, Director of Player Development. Do you, do you want a cigarette now, Carl? I, I, hey, listen, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan. He's a, he, uh, he's a good dude. I enjoy Chris Getz a whole lot. He's a credit to the White Sox organization, and uh, that guy's going to be running a team someday way down the line. At, at 33, he's already in a great spot, and you know a lot of places Rick Hahn, w- you know, would have been, you know, running the show earlier. And uh, you, you got to like what the Sox are doing. Yes, 100. percent All right, quick time. I'll get you in the news. White Sox Weekly continuing till five on 720 WGN. Radio You're listening to White Sox Weekly on the home of the Sox, 720 WGN. Hey, free T-shirt Thursdays are back this season. Be one of the first 10,000 fans in attendance every Thursday home game, excluding opening day, to get a specifically designed T-shirt. Get your single game tickets now at WhiteSox.com. Thanks to... Chris Getz for jumping on the White Sox player of development. We are efforting Ed Farmer as we speak. I told you before the interview that I had a little bit of a man crush on Chris Getz. A little bit. Did I? I, I did. I didn't. A little rep- bit. I didn't represent it. Uh, Not, now I know why you're holding off on Chelsea. <laughs> easy, easy, Harry. 
My lovely girlfriend is in New York for the weekend. She's she she. Oh, where are we going tonight? She's uh, we're in, I I, I got You want to go out tonight? Really? St. Patty's Day, me and you. Carm, Carm, St. Patty's Day in the city with the tournament on. That's big. And and your girlfriend's uh, half a country away. Well, Loyola tips off in 30 minutes. Here mm-hmm. we will be off the air at seven. Jayhawks tip off in 90 minutes. 90 minutes here. All right. Uh, well, Harry, uh, you know. This gentleman that we're about to bring in here, uh, f- first off, well, here, I, I want to wait for until he's, 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 he's on the horn here, because it's just, I mean, Ed Farmer's story is just, it's, it's very, it's, it's, there's a, there's a romance to it for me. I mean, you're born in Evergreen Park, mm-hmm. you go to St. Rita High School, mm-hmm. you, uh, you end up pitching for your hometown team. Yeah, your favorite team. And then you end up calling games for them. I mean, how many people have lived that life? Seriously. Not one, a lot. Point oh 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 one tenth of a percent? Yeah, I mean, think of how many people ever get, you know, to the bigs. You right. Know, and, and to get to the bigs to play for your favorite team growing up as a kid and, and to uh, make the all-star game, you know, to, to have, uh, you know, great success and then to get to be with the team for, you know, another, what, so far, like almost 20 years just behind the microphone – that's pretty good, and uh, of course, Farmio and DJ will be behind the mic for every game right here on WGN Radio. Andy Major's got your pregame. Carm and uh, Adam Hogue, any Hoagies? We'll split the post games. <laughs> and Kevin Powell, KP, is going to be in the clubhouse all the time. But it starts with Farmio and DJ for every game, and of course, opening day is 11 days away. Yeah, and as we as we wait for Ed Farmer, White Sox are leading the LA Dodgers 5-2. They're in the fifth. In uh, Glendale, uh, Avi Garcia, three for three on the day with a couple of runs scored and an RBI. Avi sitting now 400 on the spring. Matt Davidson has a knock today. He's hitting 340. Matt Davidson's got – did he knock somebody in? He's got a few RBI this season. He, he did not today, but uh, you're absolutely right about that. And a guy that uh, I, I'm I, I'm following very closely, Ryan Cordell, who's playing uh, mm-hmm. le- left field today, who may get a bunch of time in the White Sox outfield. Um has, uh, he's hitting 323 on the spring. He's 0 for 2 today, but he's got an RBI and he scored a run. Tim Anderson's 2 for 2 today. thought it was interesting uh, with Avi hitting uh, at number 2 in the lineup and Yohan Moncada going to lead off. Tim Anderson being dropped down. I really liked what Rick Renteria had to say about that. He doesn't want Tim Anderson to change who he is, try to work the count early in the lineup. Leap, I, I like it. Down in the lineup, do what you do, be in your comfort zone, and play your game. I, th- I think that makes a whole lot of sense. It, 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 I mean, it's totally different. It's it's a totally different um, perspective when you know when you're one or two, you know, when you lead off, man. You got to let your team see some pitches. There have been you know a handful of guys that jump on that first pitch fastball. But usually leadoff man, you know, he likes to let his teammates see some pitches. And then the number two hitter usually gives the leadoff man a chance to uh, watch the pitchers move in case he wants to go to second. But the game has changed a little bit. We don't have that perennial, you know, stolen base leadoff man on every team like we used to have. Yep, those days are... are uh, we got power guys now. They're, they're fading fast. Everybody's trying to get the ball up into the air. Stolen bases do not fit for the... That is... That is, that is the anti-baseball right now. It's too much too mm-hmm. much of a risk, Harry. Mm-hmm. They've, they've figured this out. Earl Weaver would love it. Yeah, yes, he would. Yes, he would. All right, join us as the uh, White Sox take on the Detroit Tigers on Saturday, April 7th. That's at 1.10 p.m. The uh, first 15,000 fans 
will receive a White Sox winter hat presented by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling to purchase tickets. Visit WhiteSox.com. Quick time out. We'll get Ed Farmer up here, hopefully, on 720 720 WGN. Getting some requests on the text line here. White Sox Weekly till 5. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Hey, Harry, from the 708, mm-hmm. since you're good friends with the chairman, Jerry Reinsdorf, when are you going to get him on the show? White Sox fans would love to hear uh, from the, ch- the Big Apple on the show with you and Mark Harmon. Oh, well, we doesn't would... Jerry, Jerry wants to join us. I'm sure uh, he does, right? I would, say, I would say everybody knows how loyal Jerry is. Everybody knows that when Bud Selig was in office, Jerry Reinsdorf was essentially running Major League Baseball. I don't know if everybody knows how funny he is. He's a funny, funny man, Jerry Reinsdorf, and um, he's also, uh, you know, very aware of what his uh, fan base wants, what his team, what's good for his team. A lot of guys in his position would say, go for it now. Jerry Reinsdorf's like, hey, I'm going to just step back here and do what's best for the team. We can get Jerry on. I'll make a call to Mr. Reifert, who um, among, Mr. Reifert has like 74 different things he does with the White Sox, and amongst those is uh, okaying where Jerry uh, will go and where he won't go. But we'll, we'll, we can get a bite of the apple, Carm. And, and this, uh, also the same text was asking, when are we going to do a remote uh, from the game at White's at uh, Guaranteed Rate Field? I would love to do a remote. I, I, I don't know where I would go, but I would uh, love to do a remote. I'd love to be part of uh, any type of uh, White Sox broadcast. Big fan. I'm wearing one of my 10 Sox jerseys today. Have you ever done a remote from uh, from? I, I've done about 300 remotes from, from uh, not from Guaranteed Rate, not from but Guaranteed. I've done I've done them from uh, the cell, and I've done them from uh, White Sox Park. Of course, you, uh, on 1,000. Sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Long, long time. Um, uh, I was in fact the last time I was on the same station with the White Sox, 2005. I believe something good happened with the White Sox. Did they? Did something good happen in 2005? Did, I believe did, so. Did Paul Kinnerko at a grand slam in game two. Mm-hmm. I, uh, can we talk about Nicky Delmonico? Sure, for a second? absolutely. Looking good. The, that was a little bit of a scare with the shoulder separation, the, which wasn't a separation, just a little sprain with. Uh, the collision with Tyler Saladino. Last Sunday, uh, there was news that Nicky Delmonico, uh, who collided with Saladino, had, you know, maybe, like, quite the serious uh, injury. He had a partially dislocated left shoulder, and he might be going on the DL. He might uh, not be able to start the season with the Sox. But, uh, you know, there he was yesterday, and I think Nicky Delmonico is in a very good chance that you're going to be seeing him starting in the outfield for, you know, the White Sox here in these uh, in, in the early part of the season, at least. Yeah, and uh, a guy that uh, a lot of White Sox fans love seeing out there, and we look forward to having him on the show at some point. He's look That was, you know, it's just been a very, very rough spring with injuries, and it was just good to see the White Sox dodge a bullet on that one. Yeah, and, you know, um, if, if you were watching the White Sox at all last year, it's like every time I flipped on a game, Nicky Delmonico is leading off a of base. That guy just, he, he would get on base all the time. There's a lot to like about a Nicky Delmonico. Now, I have a personal connection to an outfielder on that team I've never met. Oh, yeah? You're going to go with Charlie Tilson? I am going to go with Charlie Tilson because he, of course, uh, like me, is a new chair boy. So when you are a new chair guy, um, the girls in new chair intimidate you. 
And so you cannot be intimidated by a major league pitcher throwing a 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Those high heaters are nothing compared to a girl whose house you pull into and there's like, you know, three cars in the driveway. They're all $125,000. And then her daddy's like looking you up and down when you walk in and take her out for dinner. So I think Charlie Tilson has uh, battled two bad injuries already. He's a young kid, and, you know, they, they made a good move to get him from the Cardinals. And his first game ever gets a hit with you know against the Tigers, then he gets hurt, then he gets hurt again. A healthy Charlie Tilson could really help the White Sox out in the outfield. Yeah, I think it makes sense for him to start the season like he will at AAA, get him and just stay on the field, get your bearings. And uh, if a need arises and he's playing well, then hopefully you know, we'll see him with the big league club at some point. And it's, you know, it's kind of weird because, like, he's, you know, he was someone people were very, you know, excited about. And I know that the White Sox brass is still very excited about him. But, like, there's this whole new group of, like, this this new posse, you know, the, the, these new, you know, guys that have, like, rode into town together. And um, so people are waiting for them to, like, you know, show up. And Charlie Tilson's sort of, like, off to the side. People don't realize, like, what a big impact he could have for this ball club. Right. And, you know, you never know where Luis Robert ends up playing. Most likely it will be in center field. But Probably who, center. But who, who knows when. And, uh Everybody that I've talked to, and I like today, somebody called me up. Hey, what's going on with Charlie Tilson? Like, there's just a lot of interest in this city that for, for Charlie Tilson to. Well, sure, we talked about Farmio. You know, anytime you got a local kid playing for your team, you know, you you would think that um, you know a lot of people are cheering for him. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, the uh, 2018 ballpark pass is on sale now for a limited time only. You can get access to 36 home games. April, May, and September, that's excluding opening day and the Cubs series, but 36 games for $126. The pass is available. How can they do that? How can they stay in business with that kind of offer? Well, they have. Uh, how, well, they, it's a good question, but they have inventory in April, May, and September. Uh-huh. And so if you're willing to, you know, throw on a ski hat if need be in April, 36 games. If you went to all of them, right? Harry, it, 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 it's Chicago. So throw on a parka. That is under four dollars per game, pal. It, it's free. Yeah, basically yes. The it's free. Pass is available through your MLB ballpark app. Get more information at WhiteSox.com/pass and download the MLB ballpark app through the App Store today. 36 games. 126 bucks April, May, and September. If you want, you can go to every single game with the exception of opening day and the Cubs series. I mean, that's like you're going to the same amount of games as Roger Bossard and only spending like an extra, you know, four bucks a game than Roger is. Yes, it's, 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 a, it's a golden deal. It's really a beautiful thing. All right, quick timeout. White Sox Weekly till 5 on 720 WGN. At the wall, the 380, gone. A three-run homer for Tim Anderson. 3-1 White Sox. Back to White Sox Weekly on 720 WGN. A little miscommunication. We'll talk to Ed Farmer another week as we look forward to having Farmio on White Sox Weekly. 720 WGN. Harry Tynowitz and Mark Carmen with you. Our next White Sox broadcast is next Friday against the Seattle Mariners. That is a 3.05 first pitch right here on 720 WGN, the third-to-last exhibition game, and there's a one with Triple uh, A Charlotte as well on Monday, but so really the fourth-last game of the spring before opening day coming rolling around, Harry. Uh, I, I'm planning on taking it in with you if, if, you're, if you're up for it. It's on uh, Thursday, March 29th. 
315 the first pitch. The White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. The Royals will start Danny Duffy on opening day. The White Sox have yet to announce their opening day starter. It looks like it'll be James Shields. And, of course, he pitched a long time with the Royals. Yes. You know, um, I, I think that's a safe way to go, but there's a, there's a big part of me. I'd like to see Giolito get the ball on opening day. Well, it, you know, he's. I think nobody would argue that right now Lucas Giolito is the number one starter on the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, maybe you go with the veteran on opening day and ease Giolito, and that looks like what they're going to do. Ronaldo Lopez is, is right there, too. He's pitched very well this spring. One bad inning yesterday. Yes, but that's the, that's the only runs he's given up all spring long. Uh, so... At any rate, we're creeping closer, 11 and, days till opening day. And the home opener. I mean, the home opener is almost here. Yep. Thursday, April 5, it'll be a massive uh, WGN radio contingency out there on opening day. Looking forward uh, to being a part of it in whatever role. Harry, again, I hope that you will be joining me as we just roam the ballpark on uh, the 5th of April. 310 first pitch at guaranteed rate field. And and I would like to point out uh for uh for Sox fans that you know the Houston Astros uh they will not uh they will come to the uh park just once this year and uh, that'll be early on. You can see the World Series champion Houston Astros April 20th, April 21st, April 22nd. That first game is the first fireworks night of the year. So uh Jose Altuve, he's got fresh money. Yes, he does. And that Astros team, you know, we haven't had a repeat champion since 2000 in the New York, New York Yankees, but uh, there's no reason. Houston has added on to their team, and uh, they're young and extremely talented. Garrett Cole. Yes. Garrett Cole. When the Pirates took him uh, first out of UCLA, that was he was a hell of a pitcher, and he's uh, still a hell of a pitcher. Yeah, I, w- I would say that that would be a really good series to keep your eye on if you want to go out and see the Sox early if you can't get to the opener. Take a final time out here. Sox leading the Dodgers right now 5-2 in the sixth as uh, they look to get to 11-10 and 10 on, on the spring. 720 WGN, it's White Sox Weekly. 720 WGN, thanks for checking out White Sox Weekly. Thanks to the White Sox Director of Player Development, Chris Getz, for joining us today. And again, the next White Sox game next Friday on the air, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Sox and the Mariners in opening day, 11 days away.